welcome to today's podcast. It's 140 on Monday, April 4th. It's opening day eve. It's also four minutes after the time Alex and I tried to begin a typical Monday podcast. Didn't work out. Um, she's at home today without her necessary ear equipment and the universe does not allow she and I to be on a phone call wherever I am when she's at home. And we thought it was just months ago, we thought it was just her phone. Then she gathered more evidence and changed her her conclusion, which is exactly how life should should happen. Gather more information, change your mind. Then she started to get doubtful that it was just her home and then began to blame me with my phone. And as she tried to twirl that into my brain, I'm like, oh, oh, wait a second, wait a second. But I'm in, I'm always in different places making a phone call. Now, generally the same part of town, but I'm in different places and we still cannot connect. It's just the universe working against us. Uh, so solo today here on opening day Eve, and I'm beginning to have some hesitation but I'll have a plan B. We'll come to that in just one second. Um, I didn't watch the Oscars last week. Sunday is my sleep day uh, for things that I will let my therapist continue to handle. Um, last Sunday, when I woke up and was up doing my my usual routine hours earlier than normal, usually I'm up every day a little bit before six, sometimes a little bit after. But Monday, because I sleep all day, I'm up usually before four. Last Monday, I'm browsing the internet and I see, oh, Wow, something happened at the Oscars. Oh, oh. And then we talked about that all week. Um, throughout Sunday, I was mentally preparing myself to digest something else wild and chaotic from a Grammys evening in Vegas. The show was supposed to be in January, right? But then they bumped it back to now because um, back in January, there was no Omicron issue. So they just bumped it out of LA and then bumped it to Vegas. Um, and I was prepared, thinking I had a lot of prep to do. But hey, that's that's the good thing about being up hours early on Monday. I can get it all ready and get stuff ready for the podcast and the show. And um, I didn't see anything of note. I just read about winners. Uh, Silk Sonic, who... Now look, I, I go about things differently. I look at songs mostly in the way... Am I going to play them a lot on the radio as hit songs? And with Silk Sonic, the answer to that in all of their songs was no. Absolutely not. No. None of their songs leave the door open. There was a skate song. There's a new one that sounds like there was smoke in the boys' room. Most of them, except for skate, sounded identical, which is fine. But the first thing I do when I hear a song, unless it's totally out of genre, like straight up EDM or something, or or rock, or just so esoteric, I usually filter through them. I get to play that a lot. And all these Silk Sonic songs, I'm like, no, 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 no. But critically acclaimed, as evidenced by all the awards they won last night. Critically acclaimed, or or acclaimed by who by critics who the weekend no longer wants to participate with. Because remember, he told his label, "Don't submit any more at my work for the Grammys." He wasn't there last night, and to be quite honest, everything after Blinding Lights is not Grammy worthy anyway. I like this dude had a catalog of hits leading up to Blinding Lights, and I'm talking about before Starboy. Yes, I'm an OG Weekend fan, going back to Wicked Games. 
Um, but it's almost like if this were another artist, I would go, this person sold their soul for blinding lights and is punished to never have a hit even half as big ever again. Sacrifice, mediocre. Take my breath, mediocre. Out of time, mediocre. Where's my guy at? Where's Abel? Not at the Grammys. Uh, Olivia Rodrigo was um, winning all that she did was as predictable as water being wet or it raining and being dreary on opening day in Toledo. And nothing of note happened. People won awards. People performed songs um, that we've all heard hundreds and hundreds of times for the most part. I was directed to this, and um, this is what I've been playing on the air all day. I have never taken such a fast, safe, in my whole life. That's uh, that's Doja Cat um, accepting her award with SZA um, for Kiss Me More, which is so deserving. Like, I think a week or so ago, she had been mentioning something about retiring. I get it. Um, work, no matter how fun it could be to the average person, like, we look at her and go, that girl has the life. Like, that is what we all endeavor to be. Just because we look at it through that lens, there are days where that girl is going through hell and doesn't want to do what she does for a living. Because we all have those days. Regardless if you're delivering something called newspapers, working at Target, working at a radio station, making music, being a CEO, regardless of how much you love your job, there are days where you hate it and want to go, I can't do it anymore. But that's the most relatable thing that I think anybody's ever said at the Grammys. Because uh, she had to rush to from her pee to get on stage. We've all had to rush to go do it, rush through it, and then rush out of it. That happens to me twice a week. I can be very bad with my timing of going to the bathroom. Um, additionally, I, I edited the piss out of that because... And I'm, that was not a euphemism. I et- literally edited the word piss. Because... Some people don't like that word. Not you. I always laugh when I hear people say, oh, the word piss needs to be edited. Meanwhile, for over a decade now, um, and granted, it happens quickly, but in the T.I. song, Whatever You Like, the word piss is definitely in there. And it's never been edited. Where people are picky with what usually offends them or they find offensive or what they want to complain about. Um... And I'm wondering with Grammys, because the only thing to talk about so much was great performances, deserving people won awards. I'm wondering if before the show, the producers were like, they, they read, the, like when you go places with your kids or you have that one friend who, who is always known for drinking too much. Um, I'm wondering if the riot act was read or uh, there was a come to Jesus and there was something said to people in the audience uh, performers, people in the audience, um, people handing out awards, anybody. Listen here. If anybody so much as blinks the wrong way at the camera tonight or coughs and it comes off and it looks like it's incendiary, we're shutting it down. We're all going home at 9.30. So that was that. Um, some other things to get to tomorrow. This is the eve of my Tarta trip. Um, and I noticed that it said like 40 minutes last week. And I took the trip from my home to Fifth Third. Today, I noticed it was over an hour. I'm like, okay, maybe it's the rain. I also noticed that it said there was like a 20-minute walk in there as well. And instead of airport in Bernath, which I'm pretty sure it said I could I could get a bus from last week, now that changed to 
Airport and Reynolds, which is still walkable. But I can see why um, Tarda has some blind spots if the bus stops aren't consistent. This is why I'm doing this ride tomorrow. And barring some kind of downpour like we had this morning, I have an umbrella, I think. Um, I'm going to make this trip on Tarda. Um, I woke up yesterday and there was like, or when I looked yesterday, I'm even off with sleeping on Sunday comes me being off of Facebook. There's like 70 some shares. It's up to like a hundred plus shares now of a meme I posted on Saturday. I put April Fool's and it was a meme of Steve Carell from The Office um, and his weird outfits signifying various parts of where we live. Ottawa Hills, Sylvania, West Toledo, South Toledo, so on and so forth. The east side, very funny. A couple of years ago, got a good little run. Oh, that's right. I made it two years ago. A friend, uh, Vinny, was keeping an eye out for meme formats and ones we could apply to Toledo. And I made that and it was okay. Uh, well, somebody took it from a share and put it on Reddit and didn't credit me today. That's, you know what? I'm totally fine with it because we have all been places where we have taken something and didn't deny that it wasn't ours. We just posted it. Nobody ever asks, hey, did you make this? We just didn't come right out and say, I found this so-and-so, but here it is. And you take the credit. So um, if you're stealing from me, you're stealing twice. And there are much fewer original ideas on the internet than there are copied ideas. Um, but I'm not mad at all about that thing being gone. What else? What else? Uh, some more discussion about um, Perrysburg and the desire for the, the diverging diamond at 20 and 75. And there was uh, every Monday and Tuesday, or usually Monday, there is an article in the Blade by David Patch, which is a great writer's name for somebody who oversees like um, road... Um, and highway stories. And within the two articles today, he had something about um, comparing what the diverging diamond is to central. And I'm glad to see, I'm like, it is weird when other people agree with me and have like a similar emotion. Um, it's rare, but I'm, I, I feel part of something. To see everybody else is frightened of central going over, I call it 475, you might call it 23. Um, I'm glad many other people are as as frightened as I am going over going central over 475 compared to the diverging diamond. I never want to be the first on central to go to the other side. I never want to do it in the dark or in the rain. You are one sneeze from somebody careening into you because that sneeze caused them to veer the reel. And the only thing stopping them is not a divider, but your car. What else did I have here? Um... I am taking Tarta tomorrow uh, to go to the Hens game. I don't live downtown anymore. Don't have a girlfriend to drive me. Don't want to ask anybody for a ride. Let's take Tarta. Uh, I noticed some things are a little... Di- well, some things to tip you on. One really jumped out at me. We'll start with Coops. I knew they'd be open for opening day. They are now. They were open this weekend. And quite frankly, the pictures I saw posted, I thought it would be busier. And maybe it was in the evening. Coops is open. Uh, there is a new field... You might have seen them posting pictures of that, the wall, or the hens. Um, new field, because Winterfest likely ripped it up. So they got a new field. Uh, there will be Jeep Fest jer- jerseys. Jeep Fest weekend, the 12th through the 14th. First time the hens are home during Jeep Fest, I believe. So there will be Jeep Fest jerseys. 
in addition to all the other novelty jerseys. And I noticed there's only one fireworks night. Um, I'm going to pull that up because I was stunned. It was a, from a WTOL article. Um, usually there's what? Fireworks? What, like every Friday night, every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night, they're home. Uh, but but a new, new fireworks schedule. Well, the Madden's typically have hosted multiple fireworks night promotions through the season. There will be just one this year. The one and only post-game fireworks will be Sunday, July 3rd. That's weird. I have questions. Um, also, the two big prospects, and I'm going to leave it at this, the two big prospects for the Tigers. Um, we talked about it last week with Matt Melzak. Uh, Riley Green was likely, more likely to start with the Hens. Uh, messed up his foot on a foul ball. And uh, he's out for a bunch of weeks. So whether he was going to be with the Mighty or not, he's not playing. And Spencer Torkelson, the Tigers' top prospect, has made the Tigers. So two future stars will not be starting the season with the Mud Hens. Um, a couple of other sports things. The Walleye clinched, clinched their fifth uh, Central Division Championship. Playoff tickets have been on sale for a while, but it's now official. They are in with the division title. And... Um, Zaya Cook, Rogers alumni, I think she's a junior, was an integral part. I overspoke months ago when I said uh, she could be the best player in college basketball. I was way off. She's not even the best player on her team, but still a starter and an important part of a South Carolina Gamecock team, which has won their second national title under Philadelphian, hi, Dawn Staley, and this second title that they won last night with Zaya's help. Uh, may have helped them eclipse UConn as the current IT program. UConn was a dynasty like the Yankees of 20 years ago when the Red Wings were winning lots of titles. UConn is the titles, but the Lions are to not titles. That's probably the best analogy. So congrats to, we have another Toledo world champion, women's, uh, uh, women's basketball title with the NCAA. Um, you know, uh, I'll come back to the meals last. So I have made more of an effort to go to the Sentinel Tribune every day for content. And that's Wood County's newspaper, so Perrysburg and BG. I saw there's going to be more parklets in downtown BG this year. And I saw the, uh, the Gender Sexuality Alliance Club is now moving forward at um, Perrysburg High School. There was uh, that one woman, Cam Warmer, Cam Warner, who was causing a ruckus, saying that the plus in LGBTQ plus stands for pedophiles. Well, that's the that's the first I've ever heard of that. Um, and in a couple of remarks, I said that she is some kind of confused, uneducated, discriminatory, etc. The ad- the adjectives could go on and on, um, and I'll say what I said in the blog piece. I fail to see, uh, I quote, Eric, isn't using those words the opposite of love and inclusion? My response, I fail to see how those adjectives are inaccurate, though. I'd love for her to sit down with the community she is fearful of and just listen. Um, I understand there might be people who oppose my fiery opinions and words, and, and say exactly, that is not inclusive. That is not being open-minded at all. But usually, when I throw out words like that, if I want to take them a step further, like idiot, clown, or a variety of other potentially interchangeable words, um, it's because 
someone provoked that within me. It's it's the line that many of us refer back to um, when they they think uh, freedom of speech means they can they can say anything, and freedom of speech is actually the government can't censor you, but um, but Eric. Eric can censor you if he so chooses. That's why Facebook and Twitter can kick people off of their platforms. It's not the government doing it. It's a business doing it. And a business can do whatever it wants to you. Within, well, for the most part. Um, you don't have freedom of speech. Uh, you can say what you want. Just know there will be repercussions and consequences. And if you say some of the things that she has said, well... I'm going to throw, I, I might potentially throw some nasty adjectives at you. Um, again, I just want to sit down and listen. And you know what? If you want, and after she does that, I will sit and listen to her for half an hour without interruption. Cool. I'm glad that club is moving forward. I'm very much looking forward to uh, being a part of Career Day on April 14th at Perrysburg. And the funny thing is, um, they'll probably introduced me as radio host. Now you're talking about high school kids. Most of them have very little idea, definitely very little connection to the radio. Um, So I will preface my presentation with saying, ladies and gentlemen, college kids or high school kids who are probably still eating glue and picking their butts and have very sticky odors. I'm not here today to talk to you about my job in radio. I am here to talk to you about becoming an adult and dealing what you are inevitably going to have to deal with as you begin your professional life. Because the stuff I've been through, as far as like burning CDs and working with record labels and doing a show, not going to apply to you. But some of the principles of how I go about my day and how I've gone about my life and what I've learned painfully in many ways, I can relate to you. Sit back and enjoy. Last thing. Uh, the meal thing I do on Saturdays with my friend, uh, my longtime friend, Matt Lewis, Delman. Um, meal preps for me. He's running an employee contest this month. Now, I am at an... Uh, the others involved are at a disadvantage. I am fortunate enough to have the platform. Not as the radio. Like I can't talk about this on the radio, but I have a longer reach than some of these people because of what I've been fortunate enough and worked hard enough to continue to do here. So he said, for the person that gets the most sales in April, you get 500 bucks. So if, and I don't know how you can check off that you came as a customer or came to be a customer from me. So don't buy yet. Um, But once I get that, I'll pass it along. And here's what I'll do. He's offering a $500 prize. I could actually use a little bit of money right now. But if I win, um, $400 of it will go to a cause that I support. The NAMI Walk is coming up. Robin, their director, is going to be here on Wednesday to talk podcast stuff. Um, Toledo Animal Rescue has something coming up on Toledo Spirits, at Toledo Spirits with Ashley Cohn on April on May 2nd. Um, I will give it to a place that I support. So very likely, dogs or mental health. Don't buy yet, but browse over the website, Meal Preps for Me, and maybe you will be interested in getting some meals that I will very likely pack for you. People always ask me, is it good? Yes, it's good. It's it, it's good. And if you are short of time, don't like putting your meals together, don't like to cook, like if you check all those boxes, it's very good. Okay. I'll get you details on that. I will see you at opening day tomorrow.